1: I apologize to you for not allowing you to express, to express emotions. What is going on with me tonight? <laughs> to express emotions when you needed to express emotions. I apologize. I apologize. And I want you to understand that who you are now, the one that can connect with his emotions, own his emotions, but not make a bunch of emotional decisions, I respect you for that. So I apologize and I respect you for that. Now, I apologize to you, Cliff, for not allowing you to live in truth. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing. I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose of. That's inside of me to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion after that. forward slash transformation what's up everybody you are listening to the what now podcast where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most difficult moments. Now, you already know if you've already subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, I need you to subscribe. But if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that we have scratched that word difficult out and we have replaced that word with defining no longer difficult moments but now they're defining moments why because we have the right the authority and the responsibility to define those moments and not allow ourselves to be defined by a moment that's right you are not defined by a moment yes the moment may have happened yes it may have caught you off guard yes you may feel as if you being hit you're hit being hit From the left, the right, the front, the back, the top, the bottom, you're just being hit all over. That is the reality of it. But the truth of the matter, the truth of the matter is that you are greater than that moment. You are greater than that moment. So listen, thank you for joining us on today. I thank you for all your love. I thank you for all your support. I thank you for the comments. I thank you for the stars. I thank you for the shares. And if you have not commented, if you have not, Start the show, if you have not shared the show, I give you an opportunity to pause and do that right now. Or you might want to wait till the end of today's conversation because you might find a part of the conversation that can connect with somebody that you might know. But I encourage you to share this podcast with at least two people And then encourage those two people to share it with two more people, all right? So we can spread this message of what now, how to effectively deal with those what now moments in our lives. And we already know we said what now moments alter the trajectory of our lives. And listen, when we say alter, alter the trajectory of our lives, that's not a bad thing. We look at it as as a bad thing because sometimes we're trying to hold on to some people, places, spaces, things that we don't want to let go. But the reality is that sometimes we need to let go in order to experience growth and transformation in our lives, growth and transformation in our lives. And if you know me, you already know I'm big on transformation. One of the reasons I'm big on transformation is because of From Stagnation to Transformation. If you have not invested in your now to produce a future that's connected to your purpose through purchasing this book, I encourage you to do so, wwwcliftonpettijohncom forward slash transformation. Listen, it will assist you throughout your transformative process. But we're not talking about that on today. Today is my birthday. Now, listen, it's not really my birthday when I'm recording this but it is my birthday when it drops 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 oh listen i'm excited y'all we are celebrating listen this is my 41st birthday i am 41 years old that's right 41 years old and i've been thinking i've been reflecting and the reason why i want to celebrate listen i feel like twerking i feel like praising god I feel like preaching. I feel like teaching. I feel like prophesying. I feel like encouraging those. I just feel like celebrating all at the same time, y'all, because you don't understand, like there was a time and space in my life where I didn't see myself getting to 18. Then there was a time and space in my life where I didn't see myself getting to 25. And then 30. And then 35. Oh, my fault. I just didn't see it. I did not see it. And the reality is I did not see it because there were some days I just did not want to live. I did not want to live. I didn't. I didn't. I was staying. I allowed myself to stay stuck in decisions that I made and the consequences of the decisions that I made, as well as the added consequences that I kept giving myself because of decisions that I made, because I would not forgive myself. I would not allow myself room for growth. I would not allow myself room for grace. And that's a whole nother conversation. Some of you are out there and you're struggling extending grace to others. I encourage you to examine your own life, because there are probably some areas in your own personal life that you are not extending grace to, which doesn't which which keeps you in a space and a place in life to uh feel okay with not that's, that's the way I said. okay with not extending grace to others. But when you understand the grace that has been extended to you and you understand just how amazing how and how awesome you really are in spite of all the things that you've done, in spite of all the things that you've thought, in spite of all the things that have transpired in your life you will begin to extend grace, not just to yourself, but to everyone that's involved in your everyday life. Matter of fact, you'll find opportunities to extend grace. Why? Because you understand that you were given that opportunity to grow and develop. And even though you didn't like the situation you were going through, even though the situation you were going through may have felt and looked like trash, you begin to understand that it was all for the development of who you are. I look back over my life and I I look about, I think about a lot of things. I think about uh, being in elementary school and middle school and high school. I think about all of those things. I think about the positive and the not so positive things. I think about entering into adulthood and how I wasn't ready for adulthood and how I wasn't didn't want to go to college, but I wasn't bold enough to vocalize that I just didn't want to go to college. And I remember I was up there on campus and I barely went to class. You know, I came I ended up coming back home and I remember thinking of myself as a failure, but the reality soon began to unfold in my life to understand that I was not a failure. I was not a failure. I was not a failure, but I was being positioned for something greater. And some of you right now you're in a in in, in a, a a state of limbo. You're in a state of wandering and wondering. You're wandering and wondering and you're trying to get a grip and, and an understanding on what exactly is going on with your life. And what I encourage you to do as it relates to purpose and if if you listen to me on any platform or if you heard me speak or whatever, you understand that I talk about learning to be fluid as it relates to purpose learning to be fluid as it relates to purpose why because sometimes we can become so stuck in a a a idea stuck in a blueprint stuck in a structure stuck in a belief system that it causes us to hinder the growth in opportunities that are presented to us or it hinders us from being able to see the the opportunities Uh, before us as opportunities and we begin to see it as punishment begin to see it as punishment I'm talking fast so when I talk fast y'all hear how my mouth gets it's okay but I really want to take this opportunity to apologize to myself Um, I've done a lot of apologizing in my life (laughs) I have done a lot of apologizing in my life and the reality is that many times I end up apologizing because i made decisions and didn't realize the effect that it had on other people. Now, here's what I'm going to say. When we are the other people, we also have to be understanding and free people enough to live their life and make their decisions. Some of us have been so used to being in control that when other people make decisions that that do not benefit us, or there are the decisions that we don't want them to make, we find ourselves holding them hostage to the decision that they made instead of allowing them, setting them free enough to make a decision. Even if we don't agree with the decision, we have to mature enough to understand that it's their life and they must be able to live their life, all right? Then there are those of us that are are scared of making decisions that we have to begin to just say, you know what, I want to free you enough to make your own decisions. And one of the things I want to apologize to myself about is I want to apologize to myself for struggling with the creativity and struggling with the voice of leadership inside of me. I want to apologize to myself because many times I box myself in. Many times I hindered the growth in my life. Many times I halted when there was time for me to run. Many times there were opportunities that were presented before me that I did not take advantage of because I was afraid of making decisions. I was afraid of my decision-making ability in my ability to be creative on my own. I apologize to you, Cliff, today. I want you to understand that you have The right, the authority, and the responsibility to be creative. You have the right, the authority, and responsibility to spread your wings and fly wherever you want to fly. You have the right, the authority, and the responsibility to create everything that the creator has called you to create in the way that he has called you to create it. You have the ability to love. I'm sorry about that. Ah, I don't know what that was. You have the ability to love and to be loved. So I also want to apologize to myself for not allowing myself to be loved and not allowing myself to love. And that goes in all forms of relationships. One of the things that that, uh, people have realized about me is that sometimes I am hard to love. Now, hear what I'm saying. I'm a very loving person if you get to know me, if I allow you to get to know me. (laughs) But um, one of the things I apologize to myself is, for always putting up a brick wall. And somebody said, ah, you need to set boundaries. And I do believe that there needs to be boundaries in our lives, but our boundaries should not be based upon our self preservation mode, our self preservation mode. Some of us preserve ourselves and we say, you know what? If I, if, if I put myself in this, 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 uh, caged, environment, if I lock myself up in these walls and don't let anybody in emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, then I don't have to experience the hurts that other people experience. Well, I'm going to say something. One of the things that I've realized in life is that some of the things that have made me stronger have been the hurt that I experienced. Now, hear hear me out. Hear me out. That does not mean that we just go looking to be hurt or we continue to put ourselves in situations to be hurt. Now, I've done that before, but I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about where you free yourself enough to become vulnerable enough to where if they don't value you enough, they could hurt you. But because you value you enough, you don't allow that hurt to take you to the places and spaces it used to take you. So I apologize to myself that I did not allow myself to build many relationships. I apologize to myself that I self-sabotage a lot of my relationships. I apologize to myself that I did not allow myself to be free enough to be me around people that saw me on an everyday basis. It's funny now because I used to be a person that um, a lot of people didn't know my personality. A lot of people saw me as, uh <laughs> a lot of people saw me as mean. And I can be mean. But a lot of people saw me as mean. They saw me as standoffish. They thought I was arrogant. They thought all of those things. I didn't play much. You know, I, I didn't do any of those things. And the reason was, I was bound up. Real talk, I was religious. I felt like I couldn't let myself be free because if I let myself be free, then maybe I just couldn't rep Christ in the fullest. But the reality is that if He God gave you, He, he uh, created you in a way that He created you is a way that He will use you. So my personality had to get wrapped up in what the creator was calling me to do in order for me to be affected now here's the reality i play a lot now the crazy thing is a lot of people don't know how to take that play so what i used to do was i would sporadically play i would sporadically play and i would not allow myself the freedom to be myself Wherever I was. Now, understand what I'm saying. I do understand respect. I understand boundaries. I understand all of those things. I understand all of those things. But if me being on your platform means that I cannot authentically be myself, then I don't need your platform. And there are some people that, some of the things I post, I'm, I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm not editing that out either. Some of the uh, things that I say and post on social media, I'm very strategic about. People write me and say, you really got to think about some of the stuff that you post. I mean, if you keep posting some of that stuff, that's going to draw, that's not going to draw people to your ministry. Let me take a drink on that. (sighs) It's a Gatorade. Wish it was a mimosa, but must Gatorade. Let me take a level. Mimosa. Mm. Okay, so here's the reality that I've come to. I am not called to everybody. All right, and I'm gonna set some of you young preachers free to, because I want you to start living your life as well. I want you to not attempt to mimic to be not be anybody else and just be free enough to be you now understand that there's some things that are personal between you and the creator whatever your personal convictions are stick to your personal convictions all right but i want you to be free enough to express your personality okay you're not called to everybody everybody's not gonna like you and the reason why you may be struggling in ministry business and in your personal life reason why you might got, don't have you might not have a life partner right now and I'm talking to myself uh is because you haven't allowed yourself to be yourself because you keep trying to be what you think everybody else wants you to be or what everybody else told you that, that you should be or what you see everybody else be no baby be you be you do what you do i think that was Dr. Pepper i think but be you Be authentically you. Be authentically you. Because there is an authenticity that uh, those that you are called and designed to reach... Yeah, there's an authenticity. I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of multiple things. I'm not editing none of this either. This is my birthday. There is an authenticity that will draw and entra- and attract those that you are called to that if you don't ever step into it, how can they come? They're attracted to that. Why? Because that is you. It's as oh, it ain't about me. It's bigger than me. Okay. Well then let's take it to the core of who you are. My pastor say at the core of who you are is God. So it's about that core And as I use that essence of who you are, that gives off, gives off that fragrance of the anointing that's in your life and the mandate that's in your life that attracts them. Free yourself to be you. Free yourself to be you. So, Cliff, I apologize for not allowing you to be you. I truly apologize for that. I apologize to you. For not allowing you to ex- express, em- to express emotions. What is going on with me tonight? <laughs> to express emotions when you needed to express emotions. I apologize. I apologize. And I want you to understand that who you are now, the one that can connect with his emotions, own his emotions, but not make a bunch of emotional decisions, I respect you for that. So I apologize and I respect you for that. Now, I apologize to you, Cliff, for not allowing you to live in truth because I had you so worried about what people were going to think and what people were going to say and how people were going to walk away from you and how people were going to view you. I apologize. And I'm so proud of who you are now. This might, Some of you might say, you sound very arrogant. Okay, thank you. I apo- I apologize, but yet I'm so happy to see the growth in your life for you to finally be able for the last nine or 10 years to accept who you are, walk in who you are. Be who you are and not worry about who has a problem with it. I apologize to you for holding you hostage and not allowing you to be you. I just wanted to take that time to apologize to myself as I'm entering, to, entering into, or I'm already, by the time you guys hear it, the age of 41, because that represents a lot of new things for me. There's a lot of great opportunities uh, that I'm not going to uh, share yet that are on the table before me. And I just wanted to get that apology out um, to myself so that I could completely free myself uh, if, if it was any residue there, if there was any residue of it. But I wanted to make it public as well is because I want to make that public as well because I want you to begin to free yourself in areas of your your life where you're still holding yourself hostage from things you may have said, things you may have done, things you may have not have you may have may not have said things you may have not done or may not have done. I free you from all of those things today, and I want you to understand just what well, I don't free you. From I give you the right, the authority, and the ability to free yourself from it. Because you don't have to pray to God about that. God's waiting for you to free you. He already freed you. He's waiting for you to embrace that freedom that he has given unto you. So I encourage you today, on my birthday, December 23rd, let this be the day or whenever you're listening to it, some of you might listen to it after this day. But Clifmas, today is Clifmas show. But let this be the day that you allow yourself to live free enough to be who you are. Do you hear what I'm saying? To be here, you be who you are and to live unapologetically, live unapologetically. When we live uh, unapologetically, (laughs) yo, this is crazy. Y'all probably think I'm drunk or something, but I'm really not. <laughs> that is no funny thing. Like I'm sitting thinking, you are not drunk. What is going on with you today? Oh, it's the spirit of God. Well, <laughs> anyway, when you live unapologetically, you free and release every gift, talent, and ability in your life. You free and attract every opportunity that is yours in whatever realm and dimension or from whatever uh, mountain of influence is coming from, you release it to be attracted to you. It's attracted to that authenticity. That's all that it is waiting on for you. So my encouragement today for you is that you just allow yourself to be, y'all. Just allow yourself to be. And get ready, y'all. Like I said, this is going to be an amazing year. We're about to come up on a new year. And this is a new year for me. This is a new year for me. Right here is a new year for me. I've experienced loss this year. Uh The greatest loss, of course, being the loss of my father. Um Yeah, uh, I still have not been able to find the language to put together, honestly, for that. Uh So I've experienced loss. And I don't take that loss lightly at all. Uh, it's caused me to take time of reflection. It has caused me to, uh, visit and revisit some things in my life. Uh, it's caused me to laugh. It's caused me to cry. It's caused me to sit, think, and contemplate. It's caused me to do a lot of things, you know, over this year, uh, because now that's both parents that had transitioned. Um, yeah. Both parents have transitioned. So, you know, I've been processing all of that as well with everything that's going on. But this has also been a great year for me. Uh, It's been a very defining year for me uh, as it relates to business, as it relates to ministry, as it relates to my personal life. You know, it has been a year of restoration. It has been a year of refreshing. It has just been a great year where God has positioned me or I've allowed God to position me. We've been trying to do it for a minute now, but he has caused a lot of things to come full circle. A lot of things to come full circle. There are some things that in my 20s that now are making sense. And I'm a person when I visualize things or when I see things, if you tell me things, I see things in pictures and I see things in like motion pictures. So as I'm going throughout life and doing different things, I'm watching the 20 year old me and the 21 year old me and all throughout the 20 year old me having dreams and visions about some of the things that I'm doing now. And it's like, yo, this is crazy because I think I gave up on some of that stuff. The reality is I gave up on it because I thought that when I saw it, then it was supposed to manifest, if not then, within a couple of years, and it didn't seem to come to pass and then ten years passed, and it still didn't seem to come to pass and then twenty years passed, and here it is coming to pass. so I want to encourage each and every one of you that are out there that you dream dreams, you've had visions. God, you received a prophetic word. You have an unction inside of you that has told you you will be doing something. I want you to stop putting an age on it. I want you to stop putting restrictions on it. I want you to stop thinking that just because you've reached a certain age that now you can't dream the way you used to dream or that that dream died. That dream has not died. And I'm going to tell you, my former pastor, she used to say something. And we used to grab hold of that thing. And I find myself grabbing hold of it even more and more to this day. And she said, at any given moment, my circumstance can change. Y'all, at any given moment, that phone could ring and it could be that opportunity that you have been waiting on. At any given moment, you could open up that email and that job, that client, That opportunity could be emailing you back for you to walk into that home that you are desiring, uh, whatever it is, the peace of mind, uh, whatever it is that you are desiring at any given moment. Pastor Flowers, thank you for that. You gave us that years ago, and I still hold fast to that thing. At any given moment, your circumstance can change, and you could be living the life that you dreamt of. Don't stop dreaming. But don't stop working. Don't stop dreaming, but don't stop working. Don't stop dreaming, but don't stop working. Because when you dream and you work, you'll reap. When you dream and you work, you'll reap. You'll weep. <laughs> You'll reap. When you dream and you work, you will reap. When you dream and you work, you will reap. And I'm gonna tell you something. Say something else before we get off of here. I feel like we're all over the place. I always say that. You know, I always say that because sometimes I do feel like that, but it all makes sense when it ties, it all ties together. But the other thing that I want to say is uh, I also want us to experience various paradigm shifts in our lives. And one of the paradigm shifts I want us to have is I want us to kill the mentality that we have to work hard. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Some of y'all ready to fight me, yo. It's my birthday. Don't try me today, okay? Anyway. Some of us are working harder than what we're supposed to work because what we're doing is not aligned with purpose. We're running from purpose while working when we need the purpose to work together for the good. Purpose to work together for the good. He said all things work together for the good. And he can take it. He will take it and allow all of it to work together for the good. But if you're always constantly working hard and not allowing your body and your mind to rest, try, try getting into what purpose and work that work a different way. Work that vision a different way and see how that works for you. If you need help with that, don't hesitate to reach out www.coachclifton.com. I just want to have a conversation with you. It's complimentary. No strings attached. I just want to have a conversation with you because I want you to realize just how amazing and how awesome you are. Listen, thank you all for joining me on today, tonight, whenever you're listening. As I said, I'm not editing any of that out. And the reason why I'm not, why I'm not editing it out, editing it out is because sometimes we are so focused on perfection that we missed the message. And I don't want you to be focused on the perfection of a thing that you missed the message. And that's for me too, because if you know how I am with recording, you will understand how hard it's going to be for me not to edit out some of those mistakes that I made. (laughs) But I'm asking God to help me to not be so focused on perfection. Do it in excellence. But not be so focused on perfection that I miss the message that he's attempting to get across to me. Listen, as I always say, oh, what I want y'all to text. Here, what I want you to text I want you to text Cliff Moss, C L I F M A S. I've been celebrating it for years. My birthday. Text Cliff Moss to 302 648 5544. 302 648 5544. That way you can enter for an opportunity of our drawing at the end of the month and in this case, at the end of the year, okay? This will be the last drawing of 2020. So I want you to uh let us know, I want you to text that number letting us know that you want to register and it also lets me know that you've listened to the podcast. Don't forget, share the podcast with two people, guys. Share it with them. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and share our YouTube channel. I'm trying to get the YouTube to blow up because we're taking this podcast from just audio. We're taking it to video as well. And there's a reason for that because this face needs to be on TV. Now I need to get in the gym and lose some of this excess stuff while we're doing it. I might actually film my transformation. I might actually do that. But this face was made for TV. And I'm going to do everything in my power to get this face on TV. And I need your help with that. So make sure you're subscribing to my YouTube channel. As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Peace.
0: Think about if you acted on every idea. Um, Perhaps you may have several businesses right now, right? You may be a multimillionaire because you acted on those ideas. Who knows? However, think about it from this standpoint. If you acted on every one of those ideas, perhaps you may be overwhelmed all the time. Perhaps you may be having difficulty managing the different businesses that you have. You may be having difficulty managing the different moving parts. Even as, uh, for myself, being an entrepreneur, solopreneur, as they would call, uh, call me, it's sometimes interesting because I have these ideas for my business, but at the moment, I am not at a scale where I can do that. Um, but let's talk a little bit deeper. Some of the ideas that I have are good ideas, but a lot of the ideas that I have, number one, are not tied to my identity. Secondly, they're not, I, uh, they're not connected to a need or a gap or they don't answer a question.
1: You just heard the voice of identity strategist, Michael Weston. Michael spent 10 years as a marketing and branding expert, and now he focuses on helping clients identify breakdowns by discovering their identity. Michael wants to invite new entrepreneurs to a live interactive course where you will receive real-time feedback and support as you begin to develop your new identity-aligned business. The name of the course is Fresh Ideanity. And we'll explore these three questions. Who am I? Who is my idea for? And how does my identity connect to my idea? For more information and to sign up for the course, visit www.fresh. Dot what's up everybody you are listening to the what now podcast where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments